Welcome and good morning to this Blessed to Bless Sunday. If you are a guest or visitor here with us this morning, a special welcome to you. Also, a welcome to our college students, uh, those who are, yeah, woo! We're so excited that you're here this morning. <laughs> to those who are watching live stream right now or who are watching later, good morning. It's so great to gather here together this morning. We're gonna start with just sharing a little bit about where we are headed in this kind of out of the box Sunday gathering here together. Many of the schools in our region are launching tomorrow. And so we just recognize that many of our children and our students are turning the page in a new chapter, heading to new, new schools, new grade levels. And some of those among us, they can't wait to turn the page. They're ready. And some of us just want to hold on to summer a little bit longer, right? Right? Yep, I'm seeing some nods both, both ways. I remember sending our kiddos to, to kindergarten and all of the questions that came to my head as we dropped off, um, was I too much of a helicopter parent? Was I too much of a drill sergeant? Will they have the confidence to speak up if they need to? All of these things. And then last weekend, we dropped my daughter off at college. Same kind of things. Have enough seeds been planted? Have there been enough weeds pulled? I don't get to be there when she makes those young adult choices. And then God breaks through, right? And he reminds us that this is his story that we get to be a part of. That this is his story that he is writing and we're invited into this grand narrative. So friends, as we get our hearts ready to worship here this morning, let us be reminded of the ways in which we are written into his story. Here's what he says about us. Because of God's great love, because of Jesus the anointed one, and because of the power and presence of the Holy Spirit, every one of us, friends, brothers and sisters, we have access to that circle of love. God has lavished every spiritual blessing as part of this love gift. He has chosen you. He has chosen me. He's chosen all of us, each one his very own. He called us his family before he even laid the foundations of the universe. And because of this great love, he has set us apart and we are holy in his eyes. For in his perfect love, it is his great pleasure to cascade his grace over us. And this same love that exists between the three, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, is the love he has for us. And this brings him such great pleasure. We are chosen. We are set apart. We are holy and we are enjoyed by our Heavenly Father. We are blessed. And this, just the six, first six verses of the first chapter of Ephesians. Seeing who we are in his story and turning the page with him is the starting point. Throughout the Bible, we can trace the theme of blessings in so many different places. 
God specifically tells his people that they have been blessed to be a blessing so that we can be a blessing for others. From Abraham to the Psalms to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Acts 1.8, God blesses his people so that we can be a blessing to others. Now, it can be unnerving to think about turning the page in our current climate. There are stories of tragedy beyond what our humanity can bear. This is true. Coming from so many different places around the world. And as we hold the blessings that God has promised to us of who we are, we're not meant just to hold them and keep it to ourselves. We're meant to share and to release those blessings to others. And that's a word called intercession. And there is no power on this earth that can keep intercession out. The late Richard Halverson says, intercession is the truly universal work for the Christian. There is no place that is close to intercessory prayer. No continent, no nation, no city, no neighborhood, no school, no power on earth can keep intercession out. And friends, that's what we are invited here today. That's our starting point. We're going to have this abbreviated service where we're going to continue to talk about the power of blessing. We're going to have, we're going to hear student stories share about blessing neighborhoods and we've invited some students to share a blessing over our schools. Then we're going to dismiss you from the buildings, grab some refreshments and some prayer guides and send you out blessing so we can prayer walk our regional schools and neighborhoods together. So before we do this, would you just stand and greet those around you before we worship?
Let's sing this together. Swing wide, all you heavens. Let the praise go up as the walls come down. All creation, everything with breath, repeat the sound. All his children, in clean hands, pure hearts, good grace, good God. His name is Jesus. Why are you here? Let the praise go up as the walls come down. All creation, everything with breath, repeat the sound. All his children, clean hands, pure hearts, good grace, good God. His name is
Give me a good morning. Uh, uh, just give it one more high five while I move this thing up here real quick. All right, you can have a seat. We got a couple minutes here. I get to talk about perhaps my favorite thing, which is blessing. Uh, a few weeks back, we talked about blessings. So if you want to learn more, you can go back and find that. But for today's purposes, talking about being blessed to bless, we're going to define a blessing like this. A bless, a blessing is a gift of new life from God that changes us. 
Say it again. A blessing is a gift from God of new life that changes us. So a few weeks back, we laid out, we opened our Bibles to the first page and saw this was the plan from the very beginning. The Lord said, go be a blessing. Bring my presence, bring my life with you every single place you go. So bring it to your work, bring it to your relationships, your schools, bring it in your words, bring my blessing, bring my life, bring my presence everywhere. So we thought, what does that look like in action? So we opened our Bibles to Numbers uh, 6, which is called the High Priestly Blessing, and we saw some things. So this is what the Lord said to the priests. said, I want you to say something. But then realized that Peter, later in the Bible, said this is not just for those priests. said, actually, when you become a follower of Jesus, you're all priests. You become part of a royal priesthood. So the directive to those priests is to us today. And the blessing was this. He said, say this to my people. He said, say this. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. And this is the part that we always leave out. The Lord says this, so they, you, the priests, will put my name on the people. You'll put your, his name on them first. And then what is he going to do? I will bless them. There seems to be some partnership here. He lets us partner with him in bringing his blessing, the plan from the very beginning. You go say it, and I'm going to do it. And what happens when the Lord blesses people? It says here that he turns his face towards them. The God who sees all things, when you bless someone, looks at the person you're blessing. That's kind of wild. And then what happens? It says that he will be gracious. He will give them his grace. He will give them his peace. And he says, I will shine on them. When you bless someone, the Lord looks at them gives them the gift of his grace and his peace, and he shines on them. And funny thing about people, we mirror what we see. So when the Lord shines on us, guess what happens to us? We shine right back. So when you go out today and you start blessing, watch what people do. Bless places and spaces and people. They will start to shine. You might actually see them kind of change a little bit. Their posture might change. Their face might change. They will change when you bless them. It's pretty exciting. But it all comes down to, you have to go and say it, the Lord said. Put my name on the people, and I will bless them. So someone told me this after two weeks ago, and I'm going to share just quickly because it's been laid on my heart, and it's just been heavy on my heart. So we're talking about, so when we bless someone, the Lord puts, he turns his face towards them, his face towards them. They said they've been thinking about something that, that King David said in the Psalm, Psalm 27. King David says this. Somewhere, David says, my heart says of you, my heart says to me, my heart says to me, seek his face, seek this God. Because David loves God, he says, your face, Lord, I will seek. I'm an optimistic person, but I think everyone is seeking the face of God. Everyone, it's somewhere deep in our hearts. We're going to spend a lot of time in Ecclesiastes, and it says in there that eternity has some place on our hearts. We long for the face of God. All of us do. When, no matter what you believe, the idea that there's not something bigger out there is not, it's actually growing. People believe there's something. They just don't know where it is or what it is. When you bless someone, you get to direct his face towards them. The person I was talking to said this. They were talking about a dog training video fascinating, right? So dogs jump up on you. 
and you don't like that. So what we usually do with people when a dog jumps up on us is we knock them down. We put them back in their place. Get down. Get off me. Down. It's bad behavior. Oh, be obedient. Do what you're supposed to do. Get it right. That's what we do to dogs. But this trainer did something different. This trainer withheld their face. So the dog would jump up, and the trainer would cross their arms and withhold their face. And the dog would shrink back, unsure of what to do. I think everyone's seeking the face of God, but we just don't know where he is. We don't know how to find him because of ourselves, because of what people have said. We just don't know who God is. When we bless someone, what are we doing? We're turning the face of God toward them, and we're saying, that's not who God is. That's not who you are. We're seeing the things in them that God sees in them, and we're calling them out. The Lord says, if you will bless them, I'll bless them. I will shine on them. I'll give them the gift of my grace. I'll give them the gift of my peace. But we have to be willing to go and speak blessings. I love how David concludes. At the end, he says this. If you do this today, if we go and become a people of blessing, David says, I am confident of this. I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Amen? All right. Students, come on up. Good morning. My name is Chrissy Kramer, and I oversee the middle school ministry here at 3rd. And I have the honor of standing up here today with Sierra Kissling, and she and I were able to go on a mission trip this summer to uh, North Omaha. We worked with a ministry called Abide, and Abide does a really incredible job of intentionally connecting with neighbors and blessing their neighbors. They do a really good job of building relationship, seeing needs, and then meeting those needs. And what's really neat, so one of their ministries is a lighthouse ministry, which we've talked a little bit about before in, in here. Um, oh, sorry. Um, but what it is is they, in North Omaha, there are 700 blocks in that neighborhood. They take a house on the block, they'll buy it, they'll renovate it, and then they'll move a family into that, into that house to intentionally connect and bless their neighbors. In North Omaha, they've seen that a house that, or a block that has a lighthouse on it, the crime rate goes down by 70% in that neighborhood. Now, what their goal is, is to have a lighthouse on every single block. Right now, they have 65. And what they've learned is that actually the lighthouse blesses up to three blocks. And so they're just really intentional about connecting with their neighbors and blessing their neighbors. Now, unless you live, I don't, in the country, I don't know, you have neighbors. I have... A, I live in an apartment. I have very close neighbors. And so what does it look like for me to bless my neighbors? What does it look like for me to intentionally connect with them to hear needs and to meet those needs? Now, needs may look different. In North Omaha, it may look different. We did a lot of food distribution. Maybe that's not what your neighbor needs, but I can guarantee just like you have needs, your neighbor has needs as well. So what does it look like to intentionally connect? with your neighbors and bless your neighbors. So I've asked Sierra to share a bit of her experience in North Omaha, what it looked like to bless neighbors, and then what does it look like for us to bring that back to Pella? Hi, my name is Sierra Kissling, and I went on the sixth grade Omaha mission trip. And on the second day there, we went into the neighborhoods by the campus and we picked up trash. 
And while that not, may not sound by, like the funnest job, <laughs> we got to meet a lot of people while we were doing that. And one lady that I remember in particular, um, her dogs were barking at us. And so she came out to see what they were barking at. And she saw us picking up trash and said, hey, you're doing my job. And so we talked with her and we learned that she went into her neighborhood and blessed her neighbors and picked up trash for them. And so we just got to know her and it was really cool. And I think we made her day. So <laughs> I would agree. I was a part of that conversation. <laughs> yep. What's so neat is like, like we, she said, picking up trash doesn't seem like a big thing. In the community like North Omaha, that's a huge thing. It, something, it's not a pride thing of needing it to look beautiful. It actually changes a neighborhood when there's some, not pride, I wouldn't say pride, but when they want to make it look beautiful, that's where crime rate goes down, different things like that. So there's just a lot of intentionality in super small things. And so it doesn't have to be some big grand gesture to bless your neighbors. It can be something super small that makes their day. It can be a spoken blessing. It can be a card. It can be a, hey, how's it going? You know, just, just, yeah, just want to encourage you to go and bless your neighbors. So another thing that we are going to do, I have these other students come on up, is we're going to talk about what does it look like to bless schools. They're going to share some summer stories and then talk about blessing schools. Yeah, so a summer story, I got to uh, lead a trip to Bold Conference, and this is a student equipping conference. Alan Fodenhauer and I were the leaders, and the first night, it starts on a Tuesday night, and then it goes Wednesday, Thursday. The first night, there was a call, similar to an altar call, for students to fully surrender their lives to Christ, fully lay down for him. And Alan and I were kind of looking at each other like, wow. What's coming? Because other conferences that I've been a part of, you kind of build up to that. And the final night or the final session is that surrender. I'm going to surrender all. They started with this the first night. And as we went through the next day and the next day, it was a time of equipping and growing deep roots in their identity in Christ. And so these, these students, they were reminded that God sends his Holy Spirit so that we, you, all of us who are in Christ are the ones that set the captives free. They were reminded of who they are, highly favored and loved by the Almighty God. They were reminded of who they are and they are the leaders of this generation. And God has given them a voice to speak truth and restore chaos to this world. And there was all kinds of equipping pieces that went with this. This movement for this, it happens through the word of God and through praying with the power and presence of the Holy Spirit. And there was an incredible time of equipping and worshiping and praying. And they heard stories, all kinds of testimonies that it's a prayer movement that turns into a mission movement that changes culture. And that's what I feel like you guys kind of got to be a, a part of. And so here with us this morning is Emerson DeVries and Mia Andringa. I shared just really high level. Do you guys have any highlights that you want to share from the Bold Conference as a story before you bless our schools? For me, it was just really incredible to see a bunch of people our age getting together and really 
blessing each other and blessing our generation just to become the next leaders of the world and really just bring God into the world and be a part of the mission. And it was just a lot of fun to go and obviously grow our own face with God. Mm-hmm. Well, we asked, we asked Emerson and Mia to choose a scripture they're going to read the scripture that they chose for this school year, and then they also wrote a blessing. And so they're going to just speak that blessing here and then also um, over our schools and our students. So we share. All right. So First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So... Heavenly Father, I pray a blessing over this school year that it will be full of joy for students and staff and that when hard circumstances and challenges appear, we will remember to pray to you, our good, good Father. Um, I chose the verse Hebrews 13, 6. It says, therefore we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? And a blessing I wrote says, I bless students with the boldness to proclaim and display their faith during school, proclaiming Jesus as Lord and spreading God's word to all. I bless them with a peace concerning how bold faith will affect how they look to society. This takes a lot of boldness and courage. Can you give our students a round of applause? Come on. So good. (laughs) I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Hey, I knew it. Now you all have joy. That's how it works, which is what you need for uh, this upcoming school year. So, and I wasn't going to do it. And then Mia said joy like four times. I was like, no, we're doing it. We're doing it. Okay. There's logistics. I don't want to forget students who are going to be doing blessings. You can come up and kind of take your place. Elders who are going to be doing communion. You can come on up forward now. Worship team. I think it's time for you to come up as well. Um, And then... I'm asking for volunteers for more blessing, yes? Awesome. Clayton has cards. If anyone else was willing to um, be up front and give a spoken blessing, you take one of the cards, and when someone comes up to you, you can read that blessing over them. Um, so I'm, my responsibility today is to um, pray over our school administration, over our teachers, over our, the support staff, um, and... Yeah, there was a lot of things in my head about what that looks like, but I've really been, um, thanks to the, the freedom class that I took, I feel like I'm really, I'm seeing freedom. I want freedom for people, freedom from bondage, freedom from, you know, caring what other people think, freedom to be all who God created you to be. So that's where my head was at with this. Um, so, and also, when I say support staff, it's like anyone who gets paid by the schools or something, I, haven't, I don't know how to do all the different categories. So you know what, before we start, can anyone that works at the schools, any schools, homeschool, central, Pella, Pella Christian, can you stand up? Anyone who's admin, a teacher, anyone? Because we have so many people and we just wanna bless the socks off you. So if you can stay standing while I pray, and if you're around them, and you feel like it, and if they're okay with you doing it, you can put a hand on their shoulder, or you can just stretch out a hand towards them. But will you please pray with me now? Lord, grant our teachers, our support staff, our administration, 
an abundance of your wisdom, prepare their hearts to welcome and love our kids and our students. Give them grace as they help those who aren't thriving, courage to say what needs to be said, tools and knowledge on how and when to speak love and strength when they feel weak. When they feel unseen or what they are doing is not making an impact, remind them that no moment goes unnoticed. They are shaping the future in one million small yet incredibly important ways every day. We are overwhelmed with the gratitude for the gift of learning that they share with our kids. Bless them, Lord, and may they see even just a glimpse of how their faithfulness will forever impact our next generation. And Father, I grant the teachers, the administration, the support staff of Pella, Pella Christian, our homeschool community in Central College, a heart for truth. I pray that they would love truth and then teach it. Deliver them from false and foolish ideologies. Let them see the example of seeking after and learning truth. And finally, Father, I plead that the teachers of Pella, Pella Christian, our homeschool community, Central and beyond, would be strengthened to cope with the pressure and demands of their lives. Pour out your grace and kindness on them. Bless them in every aspect of their lives, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. And all God's people said, amen. amen. Well, as we sing this song, like uh, was uh, said, that you can come, you can receive a blessing, you can receive communion. Uh, so we encourage you to do that. Would you stand your feet as we sing uh, this song together? surrounds me and just one word the darkness has to be treated and just one touch I feel the presence of heaven and just one touch my eyes were open to see my heart can't help but believe there's nothing that our god can do there's not a mountain that he can move oh praise the name that makes a way there's nothing that our god can do and just one word you hear what's broken inside Just one word, and you revive every dream. And just one touch, I feel the power of heaven. And just one touch, my eyes were open to see. My heart can't help but believe. There's nothing that our God can't do. There's not a mountain that he can 
All right, as we get ready to head out, we want to just send you out with a few instructions. So first of all, as you've gathered, your assignment is to go out and pray blessing, but pray blessing over whatever areas of the community that you feel a connection to. And so this could be your kids' school, this could be your own school, this could be your grandkids' school, your neighborhoods, workplaces. Um, if you're a homeschool family, please go home and bless, bless your home. If you don't live in Pella, feel free to go back to your community and again, bless those places where you are connected in your community. We've created two different blessing guides for you to use, and one is specifically for schools and one is for neighborhoods. Our hope is that you will continually refer back to these throughout the upcoming year. So first, as you exit, um, exit these doors, if you have kids in, uh, if you have littles that are in 
children's ministry right now if you want to go grab those. We don't want blessed to bless home alone kind of uh, a situation. No, no. Actually, actually, um, it's the it's their their prayers are powerful too. So we just want to make sure that you have all of your family with you, and pick up a blessing bag. We are hoping to have enough one per household, and it contains the prayer guides as well as extra materials and uh, information on how to use the extra materials. And if you don't think you'll want the extra things, um, there are just the welcome or there are just the prayer guides at the Welcome Center ar around the corner and to your left. And um, you can head towards whatever exit you parked at. There should be a refreshment station there for you to grab some refreshments on your way out. Travel to those schools, those neighborhoods, those areas, and pray your blessings with boldness and courage and love because it is the light pushing back the darkness that makes a difference. A couple of things for our online community, as well as those of you who um, also are going to be coming back to this. On our Bless to Bless page, there are, there's a tab there where you can pick up these prayer guides. So online, if you want these prayer guides, you can just hit that. And or if you want to send these to anybody who is not here right now, you'll find that there. Also on that page is um, a Bless to Bless Prayer Walk Spotify playlist. So if you like to pray and worship, pray and listen to music, you can find that there. And finally, if you want to continue to be reminded to bless to bless this year, um, there's an online store also on that page uh, where you can pick up t-shirts and sweatshirts of various styles and colors. And all of those proceeds are going to go to Pastor Harold and Shirley Corper Memorial Fund. They have a leadership fund. And Pastor Harold, as many of you know, is the father of Kevin, Keith, and Carl, grandfather of Clay. And this money that is fundraising that we are fundraising for is to train future, um, future pastors and church leaders. And so all of this information is available, again, on that Bless to Bless page on trcpella.com. If you are not up for walking today, that's okay. We also encourage prayer, prayer driving. <laughs> Carefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I hope I don't get in trouble for that. <laughs> One final blessing uh, as, you, as you leave here this morning. Grayson Schifrel will close our time with a blessing that he wrote, and we have that on the video, and we are going to use this video as our benediction. So once this is finished, you are dismissed to bless. Hello, thanks for letting me pray with you. Please join me to pray. Dear Jesus, thank you for giving us an opportunity to be on earth to tell all people about your love. Thank you that we are blessed to bless and that you hear us when we pray. We are sorry for times when we let you down. Please forgive us. Today I want to pray from Psalms chapter 5 verses 11 through 12. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them sing joyful praises forever. Spread your protection over them that all who love your name may be filled with joy. For you bless the godly, O Lord. You surround them with your shield of love. Thank you for protecting us with your shield of love. 
and that we carry your joy with us as we go now to pray for schools and neighborhoods. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Have fun praying. Goodbye.